Welcome to Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith, founder and president of the Wealthcare Investment Center. Each week, we discuss strategies to help you preserve, protect, and enhance your wealth because saving for retirement is just the beginning. We've developed an innovative approach to retirement wealth and tax management, powerful strategies to help you get the most from your nest egg and help you live the retirement you want and deserve. Have a question for the team? Connect with us at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Or call 888-888-5601. 888-888-5601. Get more retirement starts now. Welcome. Great to have you along for Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith. I'm Cheryl White. Hello, Bruce Smith. Hey, how are you doing? Doing great today. I wanted to run this by you because I ran across an article from Costco saying shoppers, they think, are prepping for a recession. In their recent earnings call, Business Insider reports that Costco's CEO said the average transaction amount is down about 3.5% because people are buying fewer big ticket items like flat screen TVs. Some shoppers are buying more canned meats and less fresh meat, especially beef. And Costco's lower priced house brand, Kirkland, is selling better than it was. So what do you think of their, let's call it a recession meter? First of all, I mean, one thing about retailers today is they have better data than they've ever had before. Remember back in the day, you'd see people doing inventory, you know, everybody and their brother, they're pulling stuff off shelves, they're counting stuff, you know, nowadays, everything is just so automated. I mean, obviously you have shoplifting and stuff, but for the most part, they know what's going on. So three and a half percent down at Costco is a big number, but I think their other observations are more important. Basically, you're seeing less big screens go out. And I'm sure when they make that statement, they know like they're going to have a tick up in big screens for the Super Bowl and for things like So they know what their trends are. Mm-hmm. And if things are trending away from the norm, then they're going to be able to see that. I think it's a good measure. I think it's real. And of course, the people that this hurts the most is retirees. When you retire and if you do planning, you plan for a specific lifestyle. You say, hey, here's what I want my life to be like when in retirement. So, you know, I think this is the thing. Things are costing more and people are, you know, find themselves taking more out of their retirement account or cutting back and not getting the lifestyle they planned for. So I I think it's a good it's a good metric. Well, our financial reporter, Drew Nelson, really saw kind of what you're talking about firsthand because, well, I'll let you tell the story. Sometimes the trigger when you're fed up with high prices can be as small as a cup of coffee. Check this out. I was in line at Starbucks the other day, and the guy in front of me had a complete freak out over the price. He ordered a medium latte, and the barista told him it was going to be $5.02. I guess the price had gone up that day. He just went into total sticker shock. He said that he was going to rethink his coffee habit because this was going to be his first $5 latte. So that guy clearly was frustrated. Costco says buying habits are changing because of recession fears. And the conference board, Bruce, reports that consumer confidence slipped in May, especially among those over 55, going Mm -hmm. back to exactly what you were saying Mm -hmm. about people who are either in retirement or getting ready to retire, maybe are getting a little skittish right now. There's no question about that from our perspective, because I know we have people that meet with us, you know, three years before retirement and we build our planning. They do their menu choices. We're making sure we're using all the opportunities to maximize their, their lifetime wealth. They're kind of like, wait a second, you know, what do we use for my expenses? Well, maybe we need to ratchet that up. And how will that impact our planning? And what does that look like as far as longevity? Will I run out of money now because I'm going to be spending more? And Bruce, I heard you on the radio talking about higher tax rates. Have we already factored that in? So we're getting more inquiries in the dollar specific. And I'll use the word idiocy, maybe because I'm an old guy. But I mean, (laughs) five bucks for a cup of coffee. I know. You know, I'm a student and I'm always learning and I always kind of look for the backstory. And I thought there was they had a special one talking about Starbucks and Starbucks did their research. And what they did, they went to Italy and they found that coffee drinking in Italy isn't about the coffee. It's about the experience. It's mm-hmm. about, you know, sitting down and, and sitting down with friends and having conversations and, and catching up on what's going on in the day or older Italians, you know, talking about their family and their grandkids or, or what's going on in the economy or complaining about the government like everybody seems to do forever. But it was an experience. So you went there 
not because the coffee was that much better and you paid a premium to have that environment. But still, I don't care. Five bucks, you know. And the thing is, you don't get that environment when you do the drive through. <laughs> exactly. But you pay the same price. And that's the part that just always makes me crazy. And of course, now Duncan has jumped on that bandwagon. And we're finding banks have gone to virtual. Mm-hmm. There's less brick and mortar. As I drive around the country, I see so many banks drive throughs that are now coffee drive throughs in a bank building. You know, they bought there's some barista or some coffee, small bean company or whatever bought the bank and they're using it as a drive through coffee delivery location. And it's like, you know, well, they got the right kind of building because they're going to make a lot of money. You bring up something that happened to me just the other day. I was in my bank, the local branch. And they had the safe door wide open. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those big doors, fancy doors, had all kinds of gears and stuff. And, and I love action movies, you know. And so I said, hey, this is so cool, you know. Is that a timed door? Does it open by, you know, I'm asking all kinds of questions, mm-hmm. you know, that you probably shouldn't ask in a bank. And she goes, oh, um, actually, we're turning that into our new lobby. And I said, <laughs> I, I said, what? I said, what about the safe deposit boxes? She goes, oh, we don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. She said, we don't have any. And uh, she said, oh, and two, the drive through we won't have any ATMs anymore. So you're going to use the regular drive through for all of your ATMs. And there won't be an actual person in the bank. You're going to be talking to someone at our call center. And I thought, yeah. wow, okay. Mm-hmm. This is the future. One of the things we talk about at WealthCare is we have email addresses on how many of our clients. And today you have email addresses on 99% of your clients. You know, So we've watched that number go up and the communication to them I can't tell you the number of times they're like, you know, hey, send me a text, you know, or or mm-hmm. send me an email. No, I don't need a phone call. Well, going back to our talk about people just being a little uneasy in general, it seems to me that this would be a perfect time for one of your stress tests. Because if we are actually moving into a recession, how do you handle someone's portfolio when we are in changing economic times? Well, the foundation of what we do at WealthCare is always to explore and utilize all possible opportunities to maximize your lifetime wealth. So we're already in that mood. We don't change modes because the economy changes. We want to put that best effort, that best foot forward. And, you know, and that really is what comes from our best fit retirement approach, which we're going to be talking about more in the coming weeks. There's some new things that are happening. So we build a portfolio and the majority of a portfolio that we build always has risk, basically wealth loss protection and wealth loss preservation elements in it for over 50% of the portfolio so that we know in advance we have a defined outcome. The market tanks hard next year. How will it affect the different parts of the portfolio? Well, 40% in many cases, we will not lose any money there due to market losses. 20% of the money, there has to be a significant market loss. And then it's after you exceed a cushion of protection that we had. So only the difference, if, for example, if we have a 20% cushion, the market's down 25, you'd only lose five where other people are losing a lot more money. Because you know Warren Buffett said that you wanna have a portfolio with more upside potential than downside potential. And if you don't know what those advanced features are, then you really have just a total unknown. But the key to that is that you need to have a more durable and consistent portfolio when you're relying on that nest egg to take income. How you invested before you retired is not the same as you invest after you retire. And too many people think, well, it's worked all those years, why would I change? Mm -hmm. Well, what has changed is you are removing capital from that account. So you are changing the investment dynamic of it. And we have a very unique stress test that we do where we show, and I just ran this for somebody, their portfolio averaged 5.98% over several market cycles. So like from 1999 till now, about 5.98%. So we show them, here's a 5.98% return. Now, an average return, it means every year it's 5.98, every single year. Okay. And we showed them taking their income and you ended up with X dollars at age 90. But with our unique stress test, and this is fairly exclusive, I think, to us. So we said, okay, let's take the actual portfolio returns from 99 till 23. So that's that same average return, but now we're gonna take that income out and we did so. And if they started with a million dollars, they ended up with about 400,000 by age 90. Okay, well, that, that's, you know, and that's the variable of the market. But they ended up with a lot less money than the account that was the 5.98 every year average rate of return. 
Then we took the returns from 2023 and went back to 99 backwards, and they ran out of money in about 20 years. It actually depleted, burned, and that's a portfolio that still had exactly the same average rate of return. So whenever you're preparing for the future, what you find is that wide variability, that range of risk, if you will, the, the plus and the minus, the swing factor of a portfolio becomes paramount because you find most portfolios are not durable. They are not consistent. So they're just using that entry level risk analysis that the Wall Street people and, and the financial people use and say, oh, yeah, you scored a 45. You should have this many in stocks, this much in bonds, this much in cash. Here's your portfolio. Go forth and have a good life and quite often it's too volatile and the opportunity to run out of money is greater than what that average return may have calculated so there's a lot of people that have been told you're going to be fine you're not going to run out of money they may find themselves running out of money because of the range of risk so yeah this is something when you start talking about a more volatile market or economic downturns or unexpected expenses this is something again that higher level of planning and management that we do that they're not used to they're not they haven't been exposed to that we're looking for that more durable more consistent return and we show how those results affect you in a variable market and that's what everyone would want so if you're interested you can call right now i'm going to give you the number it's 888-888-5601 coming up what some millionaires are doing just in case and why you can't always trust your gut on the way is get more retirement with bruce smith continues are you afraid to look at your financial statements are you shredding them without opening them if so it's time for you to get a second opinion from the Wealthcare investment center at Wealthcare, our portfolios are designed using proven risk reduction strategies to help protect and preserve your wealth during market downturns while maintaining the opportunity for strong growth when the market turns upward All of our wealth managers are fiduciaries that will always put your interest above all others. If you need a plan to better manage the ups and downs of the financial markets, we are ready to help. Let us help you explore the opportunities available from using a higher level planning and management for your wealth. Instead of shredding or avoiding your financial statements, let's take a look at them together. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealth Care Team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. This is Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith. Hey, Bruce, if you don't mind, I want to talk to you about your book for just a second, uh, Create Wealth, Retain Wealth, because I was reading the other day and I got to a chapter and I'm telling you the truth here. I was just shocked by what I read. It was the chapter on beneficiary and benefits planning. Okay. I'm sure you know the one. When you plan to transfer money to your beneficiaries, the last thing you want is for them to worry about taxes. But you write in that chapter that in many families, that is exactly what happens. So why? And is there a way around that? Well, when you first interview people who have not had long-term tax management solutions ever put in front of them, and you get to the part about beneficiary planning, we say, okay, so you've worked hard for this money, you've accumulated it over your lifetime, you're using that nest egg to fund your needs in retirement and for the needs of a surviving spouse, but eventually you're leaving it to family heirs, say your three kids, okay? And you start talking about taxes and they're like, you know what, hey, they're gonna inherit this money, that's their problem, I'm not gonna worry about that. And people say that because the financial industry has made kind of a cottage industry out of saying, let's show you how to maximize the benefits to your heirs, but it means you're going to suffer. It's going to cost you something, or we're going to sell you life insurance to fund that tax bill. So people are very against that, which I understand that. So when we build a tax management strategy, it's a lifetime tax management strategy, it's to benefit the retiree and their spouse first. This has to be a benefit to you during your lifetime. The byproduct is 
that it's tax beneficial to their heirs. People are all for their kids paying the taxes, but like in this example, we said they have three kids. When we run the, here's the remaining nest egg, and here's how much each of your three children would get, because in this case, they're leaving it to them equally. So let's say there's a million dollars left over. Each of the kids will get maybe $216,000. But somebody who's not in that beneficiary list is Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam gets a much bigger check. His check might be $370,000. But what's unique in our forward-looking tax management strategies is that it's never about, okay, you want to leave more money to your kids so you'll have less money doing things during your lifetime. We do not subscribe to that. I don't believe in that. I think that's just wrong. Let's find a tax strategy that benefits you and your spouse during your lifetime to better your lifestyle, to give you increased reserves, to give you the things you need, to keep more of your money in your nest egg where it belongs instead of giving it to Uncle Sam, keep more of it growing for your benefit, let you keep, in many cases, 100% of the gain on those accounts instead of sharing them with Uncle Sam, then the byproduct is the beneficiaries. Wow. That's kind of eye-opening that that is even possible. I'd love to take credit for this. First of all, everything you read in Create Wealth, Retain Wealth is not something that came out of my gourd that I originated. The thing is, it's basically two things. One, it's feedback for decades that we have heard from the consumer saying, look, I don't want to be sold life insurance. Well, I agree with that. I don't either. You know, we're not going to do that. We have people that all the time say, so you're tax you're trying to sell me life. No, we're not. That's not what we do. The second thing is that, you know, wealthy people have entire teams of people, your Jeff Bezos, your Warren Buffett, your, your Bill Gates. I mean, they're saying, look, you know, how do we minimize that tax bill? And the average consumer, I think, wrongfully, and I was one of them for a long time, well, that's because they're wealthy. They get that special treatment. No, they don't. The tax code is not discriminatory. It's written for everybody. And you believe me, you can have a coworker who is going to pay 40% less taxes over his lifetime and no taxes for his kids, a plan that you don't have because you don't have tax management. So this is feedback from people saying this is what we want and us researching what is possible and putting those opportunities in front of people. Quite often they said, I didn't even know this existed. I didn't even know what questions to ask to learn that it existed. Thank you for bringing it to my attention. Let's put that in my plan. Now, Bruce, is this sort of approach to tax planning unusual coming from financial advisors and financial planners? (laughs) It's unusual depending on your level of wealth. If you have $5 million, $10 million, you're going to get a tax plan. You're going to get tax strategies. It's going to be built in. Even though that bank, that insurance company, that Wall Street firm, that investment firm you deal with says, we do not provide tax advice. Please seek competent counsel for advice before making transactions. That's what every disclaimer, disclosure reads on every website, every email, every piece of paper you ever see from them. But if you have $5 million, there's a tax guy in that room, you know. So it's unusual because it does require a different skill set. It does require a different set of tools. It does require a different experience. It's really a specialty. We have CPAs who are clients of ours because of our tax management. And I have to giggle when that happens. And I'm like, so (laughs) you're a CPA. You know, going, yeah, Bruce, but what you do is a unique specialty. And it's not something that I, you know, I've checked your numbers. They're spot on, but I didn't know how to do this. And I wouldn't know how to do it long term. A brain surgeon, while he understands aspirin and he understands penicillin and and the basics, but he he has a specialty In, in the financial world. This is a specialty. The average advisor doesn't do it, is told they can't do it. But for us, I would never do this except I had worked with wealthy people. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole premise of Create Wealth, Retain Wealth, the book. It's the distillation of what I learned working with wealthy people. And without question, the biggest benefit is not the investment portfolio. It's the tax management. We just did a plan, a husband and wife, about $500,000 each in their 401k plans, about 400000 and they had some IRAs and such. So roughly about a million bucks. And we developed our investment portfolio. We also developed their lifetime tax management structure for doing management long-term. And the difference at age 90 if they just made the investments, put the investments with us and, and followed our strategy, we reduced their risk by about 40%, but it showed about a $300,000 projected improvement in raised the value of the residue of their nest egg at 90, about 300 grand. That's a pretty good move, mm-hmm. you know? But then the tax management by itself, without changing portfolios, was about a million five. So the combination was just shy of a $2 million improvement mm-hmm on somebody who has a million dollars today in their portfolio. 
That's how powerful and beneficial and valuable the tax management is. I don't want to put you on the spot, but I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, <laughs> is it all right with you? Would you mind if we devoted an entire show to your book? Yeah, I mean, I know the guy that wrote it, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, mean, I can get in touch yeah. with the author. No, yeah. I, I wonder because in reading the book myself, I have mm-hmm. learned so much. And I don't want people to be afraid that this is a book of nothing but numbers and they're going to have to sit and do a bunch of math because the book really appeals to everyone, whether you're a, you know, a math kind of person or whether you need visual aids like me, the book covers it all. And I would really like to share that with everyone if that's okay with you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a consumer-facing book. I mean, the, the blank sheet of paper that I started with, and it took eight years to write that book. So this was not a, you know, over a weekend kind of thing. It's not ghostwritten. Every word in that book, I wrote it. Every graph in that book, I generated. If I picked a picture, that's the picture on page one, that's it, you know. The, the Warren Buffett quote, you see, I researched all of that. And then believe me, it's a lot of work because I have to cross every T and dot every I twice. That's me. And a book is the scariest thing you ever do because one day you say it is done and then you release it and you don't mm-hmm. know how it's going to be received. But the book was written from the other side of the table. It's not another financial gumball book. You know, hey, I'm a financial guru. I'm a genius. Let me share my wisdom with you. No. This was designed to teach, to impart knowledge to the consumer. That's what we do. It's what we do at Wealthcare. It's a totally different approach. That's what Create Wealth is like. Here's what I learned. I've distilled it down. I didn't know this. I never learned this as a broker. I didn't learn this from Wall Street. I didn't learn this from an insurance company or a bank. I learned this from people who had real wealth. That's where I found what I call the secret to truly growing and retaining the wealth that you have. So this is how they manage your money. You read it. I mean, you've read it. If it makes sense to you, and I find it resonates with so many people, they're like, I didn't know this. Well, then we've met our obligation to educate. That's that's, what I say all the time when I'm reading the book. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a collection of that. It absolutely does work. Okay, we're going to do that then. We're going to devote the show. So I'm off the spot now? (laughs) (laughs) No, this puts you even more in the spotlight. Oh, okay. (laughs) But we're going to do that very soon because I think that it will be so informative for everyone. And by the way, if you would like to get a hold of the book and follow along on that show that we do with us, you can get the book on Amazon. It's Create Wealth, Retain Wealth by Bruce Smith. Hey, we have a whole lot more coming up on the show today. Why so many millionaires seem to be holding on to cash right now? We'll break down hobby taxes and taking a good thing just a little bit too far. Stay right here as Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith continues. You've been planning your retirement for some time, but now you are watching the economy and financial markets destroying your plan. If your path to retirement or through retirement is in question, it's time for a second option. At the Wealthcare Investment Center, we can help you elevate your planning to weather financial storms today and into the future. We know you don't want to postpone retirement or run out of money during retirement. So now is your best time to talk with an elite wealth strategist. Let us show you how our high level of planning and management can help you protect and grow your wealth during volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a more durable plan for a sustainable retirement income. Let us help you get your planning back on track and moving in the right direction. Now is the right time to upgrade your plan. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealthcare team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. In the summertime, when the weather is high, you can stretch right up and touch the sky. When the weather's fine, you got women, you got women on your mind. Have a drink, have a drive, go out and see what you can find. Welcome back to Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith, Bruce Smith of Wealthcare. You're the founder and you are a financial manager, Bruce. Is that different than a financial planner? Well, we're a wealth management firm, and 
planning is putting something down on paper and saying, here's the design. It's kind of like having a set of blueprints. And the thing is, if you, if you don't have a general foreman overseeing the entire construction of that house, you know, if you're not managing the construction, you can have the best laid plans and you can still have a very crooked or leaky or dangerous house. <laughs> so, ah. man, you know, wealth management is really the thing that we do, especially uh, in the area of tax management. You know, you, you have to understand all the pieces of what's going on because that really impacts you tax wise. And then what can we do to keep more of your money working for you, available to you for your lifestyle and available for your heirs down the road? So, as a wealth management firm, that's what's unique and different, I think, about us compared to a traditional planning firm. Okay. Well, thanks. I just, that was a question just popped into my head and I wanted to ask and get your answer. But here's also what I want to talk about right now, Bruce Smith, is BMW. You're a car guy and you know I love cars too. <laughs> and there's a new gimmick BMW has. They're kind of showing off their cars driver assist features. So apparently, if I read this correctly, because I haven't been in the driver's seat to try this out, mm-hmm. the car will suggest to you that you might want to do something. For example, you're behind someone on the interstate. They're going too slowly. And the car thinks, you know, we could easily get around this car. But I'm not going to do it without permission. So the way the car gets permission is by saying, hello, you might want to consider moving around this car. You look in the left rearview mirror, the side mirror on the car. BMW sees that you looked in that mirror, takes that as confirmation that you agree, and now makes the move around that slower car. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you know, the, the technology is crazy. I, I have that technology in my new car. No, you don't. Uh, well, I'm not. It, it's well, Do it's you? pretty darn close. I mean, first of all, it actually, like if I blink too many times, it, <laughs> no, seriously, it, it's oh like, my you, gosh. Know, you, you need to take a break. And I'm like, okay. And, oh, it's and so, looking out for your safety. Well, that's part of it. But I mean, like for like if I have a vehicle in front of me, like I will set the cruise control and it even lets me adjust the following distance. But then, so if I'm on the turnpike and there's a truck in front of me and say I'm set for 70 and he's doing 65, if I just turn the left turn signal on, I don't do anything else. The car will actually go over in the lane, pass him. There's an augmented reality display that comes up. But here's the thing with all this, and this is where, you know, we're hearing so much about AI and investing, AI Mm. and retirement planning, AI. Let me tell you something. First of all, that car is actually going back to its birthplace out of my garage because of the technology, because actually they can't get parts. I had my car in the shop for 57 days while they were waiting for just a display for the dash. There wasn't one anywhere on the globe available for my vehicle. Here's where this tech is getting a little scary. So in Pennsylvania, we have a rule uh, that you have to separate yourself at least four feet from a biker when you're passing them. Okay, so there's a person on a bicycle mm-hmm. and, you know, you're four feet away. Well, my car had been in the shop and I, so I took my son over and I said, will you drive the car home? I'll drive my truck. And he almost hit a guy on a bicycle because he was in like the driving mode and he turned the wheel to the left to, to pass this, this cyclist in the cycling lane. And the car thought he was leaving the lane and tried to put him back into it because he didn't turn his turn signal on to go around the, the cyclist. And it could have easily thrown him into the guy and, and, and done injury or, or worse. So, you know, there's a place where the technology was doing what it's supposed to do, but it didn't have all the pieces. The one that gets me with this new vehicle, and I'm very afraid of it, to be very honest, it was 22 degrees in December, and I tried to get in the vehicle, and the door handles popped out, but it wouldn't open. So I used the, the manual key, and I got in the car, and it was 22 degrees outside. My wife's in the, in the building there. She's not, you know, coming out to the car yet. I get in the car, I shut the door. I go to start the car, car won't start. I go to get out of the car, car door won't open. Oh. Because it's not a mechanical latch, it's an electronic latch. She's beating on the window and I'm I'm like, go back in the warm building, I'll figure this out. And and luckily I went to the app and I got the car to start with the app to create enough juice to get the door to open. We got in the car, drove home, I said, come get this thing. They, They came and got it on a rollback. I went to the head of the service department. I said, let me explain something to you. I said, I'm a very tech guy. I said, if that was a 70-year-old wealthy client, you know, that purchased that car who didn't understand tech or didn't have cell phone service because we're here in the mountains, said he could have froze to death in that car. And if it was in Florida, the person could have easily died 
in, in a heat event because they were stuck in that car. There is no manual lever, knob, pull tab, anything to allow you to extricate yourself from that vehicle. The main computer had gone out in my car. That's what happened. And it easily could have resulted in something very serious. So, you know, the technology, while we were moving forward with many of these things, they don't have all the bugs worked out. And believe me, you know, that's why you want a real person to talk to about what's going on with your finances instead of relying on some AI element that you don't know really. Does it have all the pieces? Is it doing everything in my best interest? Or is it just going on the normal line of things? So BMW has a really neat, neat toy here, and it's great. And it could be even a safety benefit down the road. But, you know, you've got to look at the what ifs, the what else. That's a big deal. That's exactly what I was thinking as you were talking, is that I think with our finances, with our savings, with our portfolio, sometimes it's easy to set it and forget it because it's similar to autopilot or the cruise control or whatever in the car. But that can cause problems both ways. And that's not something you do. That's so important not to do, because as the market changes, I mean, we talk about it all the time. The markets are so up and down and inflation, still trying to get a handle on that. And you don't want to just leave all of your hard earned money, all your assets just sitting there doing whatever it is they've been doing. I think here's the the best example of this. I've talked about it before on the show, and you may not be aware of this one, but uh, and you can go to Staples or, or office supply places, and you can buy a thing. It's called the Space Pen. Really cool device. But NASA spent over $100,000 developing an ink pen that would write in the vacuum of space. So they would have it to use in the space, you know, space shuttle yep. or Skylab or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, $100,000 to develop a pen that would write in the vacuum of space. And you can buy them yourself. I had one. The Russians took a pencil <laughs> they took a pencil and see that's you know, see you can have all the tech in the world but sometimes you need a little dose of common sense you know oh, the russians a, took a pencil that's a beautiful story it's and i think that's probably you know i think we need to remember those that do not remember history are condemned to repeat it you know so basically there's a great lesson learned about technology and we always need to have that grain of salt especially with our finances. You know, you want to have somebody who knows how to use that pencil. <laughs> exactly. Wow. That that was uh, a very good point that you made just then. Hope they took a sharpener as well. You ready to do some math? Oh, I love math. I know you do. As Ed Slot said, he said, Bruce, you seem like a math guy. Oh, yeah. I'm a math <laughs> you guy. seem like a math guy. <laughs> as you have numbers floating around over your head wherever you go. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the 4% rule. It's one of those things that we've all heard of. I think it's been around since, what, the 90s? The idea is you can withdraw 4% from a portfolio of stocks and bonds each year adjusted for inflation, and your portfolio should last at least 30 years. But in Barron's, I saw an article about the reverse 4% rule, and I wanted to bring that right back to you. Mm -hmm. So it's about dividing your withdrawals or contributions by 4%. Right. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, what they're doing is, if you think about it, 4%, uh, you know, 4 goes into 125 times. So... That's really what they're trying to do is is get you to come up with, you know, what's it going to take to have 25 years of income. But again, you know, we're back to the fatal error of using a thumb rule by which to determine your finances for a lifetime of unemployment. I don't think that's good wisdom. The thing that we look at, and again, once again, we were using a fixed number over a long period of time as an assumption. The reality is that they said, they said, you know, 4%, you're taking a withdrawal and you're taking it, adjusting it for inflation. So in our, like when we do our failure point stress testing, which is the income element, that is the failure point of most retirement plans, we will take a million dollar example, say, okay, I have a million dollars, say husband and wife had 500,000 each in their 401k, for example. So you have a million dollars, a 4% withdrawal is $40,000. So we'll say, okay, we need a $40,000 income. Now, if you need $40,000 of income in your hands, spendable money during the year, then you're going to need to pay Uncle Sam for those withdrawals. So let's say you're in the 20% tax bracket. So now you've got to take 48000 out. 
of your account to get 40000 so Exactly. It, now, notice what they never said. They never said anything about taxes. They talked about inflation. They didn't talk about taxes. So I take that 48000 the first year, but the next year it gets going to be a little bit higher because of inflation. We'll throw two and a half, three percent 3% inflation on there. And you do that every year for 20 or 30 years, that number gets big. It's not 48000 anymore. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So that's the drain. That's the leakage out of your nest egg. Are you always making money? Well, if you've ever had a year that you lost money on your investments in your nest egg, so in those years, the loss is bad enough, but then you're taking money out that will never be there to grow again for that need to for your income and for Uncle Sam's income. Mm -hmm. so, so it always makes a down year uglier because of the withdrawals. And on an up year, you say, oh, I made this return 20% this year. I had a super, super year on the market. Well, wait a second. But you also took $48,000 out of your account, so you kind of eroded away the future growth of that portfolio. So it makes the up years perform net less, and it makes the down years lose more. That's the reality, what you want to look at. We don't do 4% thumb rules. We basically say, okay, what's your portfolio look like? And if we go back 20, 23, 24, 5 years and say, let's apply those returns and let's see how much was left out of that million dollars in our example, and then we'll reverse the returns and say how much is left out of that million dollars compared to what the average return looks like. And again, those numbers are almost always significantly lower. And many times we'll run actual returns from a portfolio and find that in 20, 25 years, the portfolio does run out of money, not because it didn't have an adequate average return, but because of the variable differences. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about doing math, it's like running the real math on your portfolio. Again, this is something that very, very, very few advisors in the country have the tools to do, have the knowledge to do, have the experience to do. But it's something that you know we build in. That is a, that's a unique stress test that we do at WealthCare for the income side. Our job is not to color it or make it beautiful. Our job is to give you the truth, the facts. You know, this is what the potential really looks like. You know, not just how much you can make, but here's how much you could lose. It's not just the income you could have. It's basically what will that income do to your nest egg. So, you know, once again, they're, they're coming up with a new way to give somebody, I think, a false sense of comfort. And you want to have a serious conversation, not some thumb rule about your finances. You absolutely do. We're going to take a break right now, but before we do, I want to give you that phone number again where you can reach WealthCare. The team there is standing by to take your call. It's 888-888-5601 if you would like to continue this conversation. Again, it's 888-888-5601. Now, coming up, we are going to talk about something positive, something that's going to help you right now, and that's taxes. This is going to be a good conversation, and it's next. What do you do when you get a health diagnosis that doesn't look so good? Most likely, you'll get a second opinion. Shouldn't you treat your wealth the same way? Your financial health has probably declined to the point that you should get an updated diagnosis for your investment portfolio. At the Wealth Care Investment Center, a second opinion with one of our elite wealth specialists will include exploring a variety of higher-level planning and management strategies for your wealth. Our proven strategies could help you protect and grow your wealth in these volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a consistent plan for income. We look at all possible opportunities to improve your financial health. So take a deep breath, give us a call, and let us give you a second opinion to help you manage your wealth just like you manage your health. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the WealthCare team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com.
Bruce, we're finally going to get to the subject of taxes here. I've promised it since the beginning of the show, and I'm saving it for last because this is something that I know you feel so strongly about, and you have a lot of input here. So we're past Memorial Day. Summer is here. That means we're almost halfway through the year. And I'm wondering, are there some things that we could or should be doing right now that could help us with our tax burden come the end of the year? Oh, there's there's lots of things. I mean, first of all, this could probably be one of the years in my career, 36 years of doing this, that with everything that's going on in the market, with everything that's going on with taxes and all the things out there is, ladies and gentlemen, if you if you don't hear anything else in this show today, this is not the year that you should welcome summer and say, I'll get back to my finances after Labor Day. Because I've had people say, you know, well, let's have an appointment in the fall. We are being more aggressive. Like, for example, if we're doing systematic Roth conversion planning, things like that, we're doing those conversions now, earlier in the year than we did previously, because of some of the opportunities that are out there. You know, so it shouldn't just be an end of the year cleanup thing, which is what a lot of people do when it comes to taxes. December is one of the biggest tax planning months. But like, what can I do this year to alleviate that tax bill come next spring? But your overall finances, not just your taxes, this should be a summer where you say, look, if I have time to to spend a few hours or or have a Zoom meeting or let's get an assessment of what's going on or what's possible, what the potentials are out there, get your planning in order, get things in order this summer. Take time, not for yourself, not just for your family to have a great time. People spend more time planning a vacation than they do for spending their on their finances, which is the rest of your life. The greatest thing you can do to plan for you and for your family and for your family heirs is to invest some time, not just in vacation planning, but in the planning and and having a true management structure going forward. How do we best manage these things? And let's start with that management now. The tax planning People are just absolutely amazed. First of all, very, very, very few advisors, unless you deal with wealthy people, five million and up, they all get a tax plan. You know, if you think about it, Bill Gates, Bezos, if you talk about Elon Musk, all of these guys. Jay-Z. Jay-Z and, and Beyonce. Don't forget Beyonce. <laughs> okay. <laughs> True. Maybe she, she, you know, she, maybe she gets a deduction for her shoes. If I find that deduction, let me know because my <laughs> wife needs it. So but, do I, um, frankly. <laughs> oh, really? Hmm. So, because I always say I'm, I'm married to, I'm out of Marcos's illegitimate sister. <laughs> well, I think but, we're, we're twins from another mother uh, then. Okay. Well, then, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to let you and Monica talk then. That's not going to happen. <laughs> So the thing is, you know, we show, I mean, again, we build these plans. It's what we do. It's, it's our life. It's what we do. It was never the plan to be, you know, pretty much a very tax-centric uh, wealth manager. But I found that's really where, for most people, that's actually the greatest opportunity to retain the wealth you have, to, to create tax-free growth where you get to keep the money and not share it with Uncle Sam. And if you've got three or more children... Quite often, the the person who gets the most money, the biggest yielding beneficiary, is none of your kids. It's Uncle Sam. So the tax management portion of the planning process and the long-term management strategy is quite often two, three, four, five times as great a value as maybe the increased potential on growth with a better portfolio or more durable portfolio. We just ran one on a family that had right out a million dollars in retirement assets, IRAs, 401ks that they had never paid taxes on. We retooled the portfolio to make it more consistent with wealth protection, wealth preservation, and then the traditional asset allocation. And over their lifetime, out to age 90, it made about a $350,000 improvement. Who wouldn't want that? That's great, right? Mm-hmm. But then we, then we linked in the tax management, and the tax management alone changed their projected wealth at age 90 by a million five. Wow. It was a million eight and change total, but only 300 and some thousand of that was from the investment portfolio. The tax management strategy was a million five. Now, again, that's over a lifetime, 30 years of retirement, in this case, 25 years of retirement. But if you think about that, 
you know, it's basically we were paying Uncle Sam his taxes that he was owed, but then we were moving monies over to places where it became you got total control. You got to keep that money. You got to grow that money, keep 100% of the gains. Don't share it with Uncle Sam. 100% goes to a spouse in the event of a premature death, a spouse tax trap. You and I have talked about that before. It's we a have. big deal. And then, you know, how much goes to your kids? A lot of the plans we build, by the time somebody is 70 or 75 years old, if a death were to occur of both parents, 100% of that money goes to their kids tax-free instead of a giant tax burden. So tax management is probably the most powerful tool out there for most people that have a portfolio of $500,000 or more. We've had people say, why $500,000? Are you, you're just going for big portfolios? Like, no, somebody has $100,000, it still works, but the impact is not near as paramount as it is if somebody has $500,000 or more in assets they've never paid tax on, 401ks, IRAs, what have you. Tax management is something that people that have listened to the radio and come in over the years, they've said, you know, you're the only guy with a tax plan, Bruce. You know, that's why we're here. And they see the value that it creates for them, and it's done on a custom case-by-case basis. That's why you don't see everybody doing it, because it's not a one-size-fits-all big-box store solution that most of the big firms can Hmm. do. It's easier if you just have a template and fill in the names and numbers, right? Amen. Whenever they sell a mutual fund, that that mutual fund is designed to sell to a million people, regardless of their walk of life or what their, their portfolio is. Put money in my investment. But tax planning, you can have two people that work the same job, the same pay grade, both married, both have two kids. And still, their tax planning will look dramatically different because of everybody's unique situation. And that's what we build is not just an investment portfolio that is customized for your situation, but a long-term tax management strategy. We are a management firm. This is not hand you a, a blueprint and say, good luck, build it yourself. We're there every step of the way, and that's what's unique and different. And that's the increased value, a higher level of planning and management for people. Bruce, let me go back to something that you mentioned a few minutes ago, and it had to do with inheritance and legacy planning. Is it true that you could really leave your beneficiaries with a huge tax burden if you don't plan properly? Oh, absolutely. I don't want to give people inside the Beltway credit for being this smart. But the, the interesting thing is there's this monster train wreck that you see if you run the numbers, especially multi-generationally. Because we have a lot of people that are clients and they have brought their 40-year-old, 45-year-old children to us to work with us, A, so they could see what their parents' situation looks like in the event of a death, so they're plugged in, but B, so they can start taking advantage of this tax management much earlier in their lifetime and, and yield the benefit. Let's say that you've got, you know, 40-year-old children and you're 65 and you retire. And let's say that you make it to to age 90. So you make it 25 years, but you still have a lot of money left over. You're taking required distributions. There's still a million or $2 million sitting because over all that time it's grown of retirement assets you've never paid tax on. Now you die. And let's say you have two 40-year-old children when you retired. Now they're 65. The children are 65. Mm and they each inherited a million dollars, they have to take that money out over a 10-year period under the new SECURE Act and pay the taxes on it. And it's ordinary income tax, immediate, you know, basically you're gonna pay this. So the best planning I can give them is say, look, take 100 grand a year plus interest, you know, take 100 grand a year out. Who wants to be at 65 years old and planning their retirement and find themselves now with a forced income of $100,000 being dumped on them and paying the taxes on that money at the most inopportune part of their life. And over that 10-year period, what will happen? They'll hit Medicare at 66. They'll automatically be jettisoned up into the highest Medicare cost bracket in many cases. They're definitely paying taxes 100% on 85% of their Social Security benefits. So you have all this stacking of taxes. It's a huge monster. And when we build those plans, quite often we've resolved that issue by, by 70 or 75, where if a death occurs, no additional tax burden is passed on to the kids with regard to income taxes on retirement assets. But we do it to benefit the people, the retirees themselves. The byproduct is the planning for the heirs. Many plans out there want you to have less in your retirement so your kids get more. We don't do that. And we're not using insurance to do this. It is smart tax management. That's one of the misnomers. People think we're trying to sell insurance. There's no insurance involved in that. 
Bruce, we are out of time. This has been one fast show today. (laughs) It's what we do. We've covered so much ground. Thank you, Bruce Smith. There's so much more to know. So join us again next week for Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith, financial manager and founder and president of WealthCare Investment Center. One more time, I want to give you the phone number to call because there is so much more information that Bruce and his team can share with you. It may just end up being a life changer, 888-888-5601. And you can call that number right now, 888-888-5601. And this is Get More Retirement. We'll talk to you again next week. Afraid to look at your financial statements? Are you shredding them without opening them? If so, it's time for you to get a second opinion from the WealthCare Investment Center. At WealthCare, our portfolios are designed using proven risk reduction strategies to help protect and preserve your wealth during market downturns while maintaining the opportunity for strong growth when the market turns upward. All of our wealth managers are fiduciaries that will always put your interest above all others. If you need a plan to better manage the ups and downs of the financial market, we are ready to help. Let us help you explore the opportunities available from using a higher level of planning and management for your wealth. Instead of shredding or avoiding your financial statements, let's take a look at them together. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the WealthCare team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Advisory services offered through the WealthCare Investment Center, a registered investment advisory firm. Insurance products and services offered through American Assets Financial Corp. and RIA Wealth Solutions LNC. The information contained in the material provided is for informational purposes only, and no statement contained here should constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Our program content is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. You should seek advice on legal and tax questions from an independent attorney or tax advisor. Our firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. This radio program is sponsored by the WealthCare Investment Center.